Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. This is halftime of the show. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. And two hours down, two more to go. Get started here, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. And we got a lot to do, even here over the next two hours. Tonight, Monday Night Football in a Halloween showcase. The Cleveland Browns, they beat up on the Cincinnati Bengals 32-13. to We're going to talk about that game. And we've actually heard from Joe Burrow and Miles Garrett and Zach Taylor. We heard from a lot. How much can you really say about an ass whooping here? Let me give you a, a quick summary. Joe Burrow was sacked five times. The Cincinnati Bengals could not generate more than 36 yards on the ground. Jamar Chase out of action with his hip injury. And, I mean, based on what we saw tonight, man, he's a great player, pro bowl caliber player. Could he have even helped if Joe Burrow can't even throw the rock? I mean, we know what the deal here is for Cleveland. Congratulations to them. They improved their record to 3-5. and five. Cincinnati falls to 4-4. Four and four. The Browns aren't trying to do anything but stay alive until Deshaun Watson returns, and that's going to be a whole situation in and of itself as he's still currently serving his 11-game suspension. Jacoby Brissett ran for a touchdown, threw for another one. This was a wild game at the start. We saw missed field goals, blocked field goals, tipped interceptions, and we saw it all here. Ultimately, it was one-sided. It was ugly. Nick Chubb able to rush for 101 yards and two touchdowns himself. 
I told you about Joe Burrow getting sacked five times. This is something that he's used to, always at the top of the leaderboards when it comes to quarterbacks being treated like pinatas. And so after the game, Joe Burrow, he spoke to the media and he said, listen, yeah, I get treated like trash, but I still trust my offensive line. You know, we'll have to watch the tape, but I got all the faith in the world in those guys to go out there and, you know, I thought they played well enough to win. No. He has to – Shep, did that man say he needs to watch the tape? Did he just say that? You know, we'll have to watch the tape, but I got all the faith in the world in those guys to go out there and, you know, I thought they played well enough to win. He should ask his body how it feels in the morning. What do you need to watch tape for? I guess he's an actor for Halloween. Yeah, man, yeah, acting like uh, he's full of BS. And that was a very uh, – and good for him. He's not one of these guys throwing his teammates under the bus. You don't got a lot, though. You got to watch the tape. You got sacked five times and hit multiple times. You were running for your life. You have been running for your life since you got into the NFL. Even in going to the Super Bowl, this man has been running for his life. You know, we'll have to watch the tape. No, ask your body how it feels. You out there running around, you're like a track star, not a quarterback. Sheesh. His head coach, Zach Taylor, looking at this offense or this this thing that tried to be an offense, he pretty much said the offense didn't help the defense and the defense had to work too damn hard. Listen. I thought in the first half they, they played well. They really did. And we just didn't get enough help on offense. In the second half, we just didn't hold up as a team. That's stupid coach talk. What are you talking <laughs> about, man? The game was crap. Throughout. Man, I had to sit down and watch this whole game. If I wasn't here on the air, I would have turned this game off. What am I doing? The Browns were able to score 21 points in the second half. At the first half, this was this was even more of a crap game. Missed field goal, blocked field goal, interception. Amari Cooper threw an interception. The Browns led 11 to nothing at the half. And then the wheels just just fell off for Cincinnati. And the wheels have been off for Cincinnati as they, they've taken on Cleveland. Since Joe Burrow has been in the NFL, he's yet to beat him. Okay, he's now 0-4 against this squad, at, at least the Bengals. They got the Panthers up next, and for some odd reason, the Panthers have actually been playing hard recently, even in, a, in some losses here. But, man, this is this is life without Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow should pretty much – he should go out there and get used to it. Meanwhile, you got this other team, the Browns, they're 3-5, and five, and they're just like, let's hold on. Jacoby Brissett, please don't throw the game away. He, he threw for a touchdown. He rushed for one tonight, and they are just hoping that he doesn't throw the ball away. As a matter of fact, I know there's a lot of Browns fans who just want to hand the ball to Nick Chubb almost every single time Jacoby Brissett he just spoke to the media and he says these division games he says this division game he says we know we got to go out there and win them we understood the the ramifications of this game and and uh, what we needed to do uh, and what this meant for us so um, no extremely proud of the guys in the locker room the coaches um, did a really good job of of preparing and and, um, you know really focusing in on the task at hand okay we know what they asked you to do don't throw the ball away Jacoby Brissett walked into this game with six touchdowns. 
and five INTs. Please keep us alive until Deshaun. Please keep us alive until Deshaun. We don't want to waste the season here of with Deshaun Watson. We traded the whole world for him. We committed 230 guaranteed to the guy. Please keep us afloat so we can actually smell the playoffs and get in. That's Jacoby Brissett's job. And they got folks out here who are alive and well who can get the job done. Like Miles Garrett, one of the best defenders in the NFL. And by the way, Miles Garrett, he won Halloween. He showed up to Cleveland. I think it's first energy. He showed up. And he was the bad guy from Stranger Things. Hey, Shep, do you watch Stranger Things? No, I watch good programming. Oh, no. Sorry, that was a little harsh, but I, I don't watch Stranger Things. It's one of the most popular programs on anything, right? Streaming, period. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Stranger Things? That, it's, it's not, it's not the, really mainstream. It is. No, it's not. How, how not? How not so? Because I think I I think it's for like the upper echelon of society. I don't think most I don't think the working class watch Stranger Things. In all honesty. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't I don't also watch. Uh, that's bad English, but I don't watch Stranger Things. I've never seen an episode. I don't know what the hell's going. on. I don't watch too much of anything outside of sports. But uh, he showed up as as seemingly the the antagonist uh, from Stranger Things. It's like he sat in a Hollywood movie chair. And uh, when you're making all the money that Miles Garrett is, you can win Halloween, and he did. He didn't show up as Mason Rudolph. No, he wasn't swinging. <laughs> wasn't no, wasn't swinging helmets. No Steelers. Just showed up as an an angry monster from a Netflix, uh, you know, show. And then he went out there and he he did what he did. He he chased Joe Burrow for his life. And after the game, Miles Garrett he spoke and he said, "Yeah." I knew we were taking on the Bengals and that crap offensive line, so we were hyped. Listen. We just came in and you know, all gave our, gave everything we had to the game plan. You know, everybody you know, coming in and staying, staying longer and, and uh, you know, just trying to focus on executing while we're in the, in the, the meeting, uh, meeting rooms. Okay, sure. So Miles Garrett, he finished tonight with a sack and a half. You know, these hat, the, the idea of a half sack being an assist, it's something that's always bugged me. Like, you either hitting a quarterback or you're not. We got to give away half sack. Just give the guy a full damn sack. Nothing wrong with that. And so we got, a, we got a crap game tonight. If you were able to listen to it or you watched it, you deserve better. The NFL serving up, I don't know, a toothbrush on, on Halloween, which is probably the worst thing. Somebody knocks on your door, you're handing out toothbrush, you're the worst person in the neighborhood. So you can thank the NFL for the garbage that we got tonight uh, because who, who woke up? Who woke up one Monday morning and said, oh, my God, I can't wait to see Cincinnati and Cleveland. And granted, every single game, every single matchup can't be an absolute winner. But unless you live in Ohio, unless you in the north or, 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 or the south, you, you're not worried about this game. Joe Burrow will get beat up for the rest of the season. Don't expect a Super Bowl run. In Cleveland, they're just going to try and stay alive? Try? Like, you don't know what you're going to get from Jacoby Brissett. He is your just – he's your average, mediocre, 
thank you for being here. We got to start somebody type quarterback. The Browns are going to head into a bye week. They have the Dolphins after this. Uh, We got to see if Tyreek Hill and Waddle will go out there and abuse Cleveland the same way uh, that they did yesterday against the Lions. The Lions got abused so bad they had to fire their cornerbacks coach. The Lions, once again, (laughs) one and six. I mean, sheesh. Lions got to win one day by accident. Congratulations to, uh, you know, Barry Sanders. I heard that they're going to give him a statue outside of Ford Field. Good for him. It'd be nice if they could actually get him back onto the the actual field. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Paul is actually here from Detroit. What's up, Paul? You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, man. I talked to you last year, but, man, I'm so dumbfounded. I mean, I have never seen some of the stupidity stuff about that these crazy-ass Detroit lines. Man, I don't understand it. It's a shame. You're not you're not used to this by now? I'm used to it, but, damn, after 47 years, and something's got to be right. You know what I mean? Yeah, one day by accident. Maybe uh maybe next year, right? Well, I'll tell you what, they they do the they pride the decent defensive back coach, threw him on the bus as cute. Excuse why they lost him. But that's not the problem. They they need some D chopper to put pressure on each young each quarterback they sit back all day long. And these guys past these guys they can't keep up with them. Come on. You know? You gotta put yeah. pressure on them. Yeah, I understand. Well, you don't have pressure, and the cornerbacks are going to have to do some work, and they fired their guy, and Aubrey Pleasant. Uh, the defense is, is, is pathetic, and it's, it's, it's going to take – well, this is the other thing, Paul, and I know you're not, you're not thrilled about this. Management has expressed a desire to kind of continue on with, with Dan Campbell. Well, that, that might not be the situation at the end of the year if they only pick up, I don't know, one, two, or three wins, and it looks like that's what they might do. Yeah, but if they do that, please, defensive tackle. The opposite line is straight now. Okay. Get some well, defensive tackle, put pressure, help these young quarterbacks, quarterbacks well, out. We, yeah. we, well, well, thank you, Paul. We saw what they did last year in, in, in grabbing Aiden Hutchinson. I believe he already has, what, four or five sacks early on in, in his career. But, yeah, they, they need help. The offense is, is okay. The defense – Probably the worst in the NFL. Dan Campbell, man, he always giving these inspirational speeches and, and whatnot as a former player. Biting kneecaps and fighting people, etc. But that's not translating over into, into W's. Jeff is calling from Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jeff? Hey, how's it going, man? Um, I love your show. Um, I got an idea for this XFL. I know over the years we've had different owners and different ownership come in, and it's just been, a, I think, just a circus, and nobody's really paid attention to it, and nobody's got interested in it. Uh, my idea is I think The Rock and the NFL should uh, somehow partner up in some ways or whatever, and they should let all the uh, practice squad players who aren't getting much playing time in the off season, they should be able to join teams and, you know, work out and so that way they can get in the shape they need for when the regular season starts, then they can go back to their teams and, you know, 
be ready for when somebody gets hurt and all this stuff, and they'll be a, a valuable asset to them. And I think that would boost ratings, and I think that we, we know most of the players already and most most of the uh, athletes on there. So I think that would I think that would be a pretty good idea. So basically have the, the XFL be a developmental system for the NFL. Yes. I mean that's that that sounds that sounds like a decent idea in theory. Uh, I I'd have to really think more about how that might work uh, business wise. I don't know in all honesty. Sure, you can always unearth like hidden gems and, and talents. I, I think we all remember Tommy Maddox from from years ago. I don't know if the talent pool is 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 there enough, and I don't know if the NFL needs or wants it when they have they have college football already. I mean, we well, got they, got, could, they could open it up like a kind of like a G League, you know. Also, you know, these the college players that you know are ready to come out right now. You know, if they want to, if they want to go ahead and go, then you know, bring these big name college players in, and you know, maybe okay, give them a, uh, instead of the NIL money, you know, pay them a little bit more to hey, you know what, come in and you know, boost our ratings here and make a name for yourself, and then have it also like a developmental league, like hey, if the NFL, if you want to go to the NFL, then you know, you're more than welcome to. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a little bit tougher than on the the basketball side. The, the G League is is I don't want to say so much more established as as kind of a minor league to the NBA, uh, but even the G League has changed up what they've done to quote unquote compete with college for some of the top players. Like they they have I believe one or two teams, the Ignite team that specifically is bringing in uh, prospects. If I have to think about the XFL, they're not they're not grabbing, you know, young folks out of of college and, and saying, hey, we'll pay you. And, and and for what you said, they've been such a failure in, in different iterations over the past 20 or so years that if I'm a kid from, you know, Alabama or Florida or, or California or Texas, wherever, I, I'm going to go to school. I mean, that's that's the established route. If I want to get into the league, not necessarily the XFL. I, I I I believe in the idea of what you just said. Use it as a, a farm system or so. But I, I think we have so much talent spread out already. Let's think about the NFL. We just talked about the Detroit Lions. Think about how bad they are. They can't even get it right. How many guys on the Detroit Lions are? Yeah, sure. I'm not gonna take food off the table or, or disparage them, but man, they ain't guys on that defense all up and down the roster that are just cream of the crop. You know, if the Detroit Lions, let's say, quote unquote, had a a farm system, what what the hell would that look like? Bad. Man, everybody got a practice squad. Is that supposed to make some type of a difference? I don't think so. The XFL. Sure, they got The Rock, and they got distribution on ESPN. They're probably going to maybe have more success. The last XFL pretty much flamed out because of COVID. Let's keep that in mind. The first version, quality of play, absolutely terrible. Vince McMahon basically had to gimmick it up and make it the the WWF, WWE of, of football. And they tried again a couple of seasons ago when COVID said, hey, goodbye. 
And now The Rock has it back. XFL is going to return in February. We're going to blink, and the XFL will be right here. You going to watch it, though? You going to pay close attention? I'll be looking out just to see if it's if it's worthwhile, but, you know, it's more of a curiosity as, oh, my God, I must watch it. It's tough. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I want to give you some more information on the XFL, and it's a simple question. Do you believe the XFL can work? Is it going to work now because it has the rock? Is, is he supposed to make the difference? I'm not so sure. We'll continue to talk about the Bengals and the Browns. We'll talk XFL. I'll talk to you. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, great show. I listen to you every night. One of the best broadcasters around. Really are in tune of what, uh, what's happening in uh, professional sports. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. I would hope I know what's going on in, in sports. I mean, that's why they got me here. I hope. It'd be one hell of a, of a sham if I didn't. Thank you, though. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, right before we went to break, we talked about the XFL. Uh, the Rock. Yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He actually spoke to the media today, and they announced some of the the new XFL teams, the logos, uh, the Arlington Renegades, the D.C. Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks, the, the Orlando Guardians, the San Antonio Brahmas, and the Seattle Sea Dragons the Vegas Vipers, and the St. Louis Battlehawks. We got the teams. We got the logos. Uh, a lot of these teams are, are, are returning. Vince McMahon tried this again uh, with Oliver Luck back in 2020, and then COVID came. And so, uh, by the way, knowing that we did have this crap Monday night football game, one of our callers mentioned that you know maybe the XFL can be a breeding ground, a, a kind of a D-league for the NFL and maybe the Cincinnati Bengals and maybe the Browns can use some of this, this talent. Uh, Cleveland wins tonight, 32 to 13. I want to get into kind of the trade deadline. That's going to be uh, later on, on Tuesday. And we've already seen a trade take place on Monday afternoon. Roquan Smith uh, being traded from the Chicago bears to the, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I want to get into someone else who wants a trade. Kareem Hunt, has let it be known now for a while that he doesn't want to be on Cleveland. And let's see if he gets his wish. We'll talk about that as well. Let's get back to your phone lines, 855-212-4CBS. Cody is calling from Phoenix. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR? First time, long time. Thank you. 
Yeah, hey, I just wanted to uh, just touch base on you talking about the XFL and the uh, resurgence and stuff. Honestly, I, I don't care either way about, you know, winning records and, you know, my team and whatever because it's so new. Um, I'm more interested in seeing, like, the, the talent of tomorrow, you know, the feeder system, like the uh, P.J. Walkers who are, you know, starting for Carolina and the Greg Dortch you who's know, starting for uh, the Cardinals and stuff. Um, so it's really cool to see who's coming up um, in the system and, and who can feed into these teams that – really do need the extra help. So that's just my two cents on the whole thing. Oh, absolutely, Cody. Thank you for calling from Phoenix. Uh, are, are, are there going to pe- be people interested in watching? Yeah. I think a lot of it is going to be early curiosity. Uh, the other element is it's not like every major market is, is getting a team. I just named you eight teams. That's it. It's eight teams. Are you going to care about what the, the Vipers do? Is this just something to watch when nothing else is going on. I, I believe that's how it's going to start. I mean, they got they got an uphill climb here. Everybody's going to be coming off of uh, college football about a month before we'll have a national champion. Uh, in the NFL, the Super Bowl will have just taken place. Uh, but the XFL, they, they have an opportunity to capture some market share. If they didn't feel that there was an opportunity for success, I don't think the rock would would even want to be involved all things considered he has a deal with espn to broadcast these games they're going to have the draft in a couple of weeks they're going to disperse quarterbacks to every team they do have some some legitimate names who are participating i know uh, the san antonio brahmas heinz ward is going to be the head coach of that team you have rod woodson who's going to be the coach of, I believe, the Vegas Vipers. Uh, so you got, some, you got some real names here. This is not, it's not just crap that they've thrown out there and, and just put together a TV product. They, they got some real names. Unless you're the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, Wade Phillips is going to be your head coach. Good luck with that one. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Athens, Georgia, and talk to Daniel. What's up, Daniel? Hey, JR. How are you doing, man? Thanks for having um, me. Thank you. What's up? So, I mean, I was going to touch on, you know, Falcons and whatnot about uh-huh. the whole, you know, Mariota thing, which I think I agree with you. Just don't touch it. I mean, don't touch it unless you need to. Because at this point, you know, we're already kind of superseding what we kind of expected for the season. So just let it go until, you know, it turns into a disaster, basically. Yeah, well, but, uh, yeah. What's the point? Don't I mean, I mean, I said that, and you're repeating what I just said, and we agree. This, this what? Come on, the Falcons are four and four. They're right. at the top of the NFC South. I don't think there's a Falcon fan who looks at what they've done and go, "Oh my goodness, we have an opportunity to go on a run." Hell no. no. Nobody wa- nobody wants to see Marcus. So leave him out there. Let him play. Unless the wheels fall off or he gets hurt, you know, there's no need to put Ritter into the game, you know? So I agree. I agree, yeah. But, okay. I mean, uh, as far as the XFL thing, I mean, I really didn't put too much thought into it until one of the last callers. I mean, really, instead of seeing it as a bunch of practice squad guys getting looks, you know, I played Juco ball, and, you know, maybe – it's an opportunity for guys to that are not students because I saw a lot of them and I saw a lot of great talent that, you know, 
did not get a chance because they were never students. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get to see that field get a little bit bigger at some point because now you have guys that didn't have to be students to show the world what kind of you know ball they can play. I mean, I, I had JPP come from my JUCO. I had a guy named Rob Jackson play for Washington. You know, I had a few guys come from my school at, the, at that time, but, you know, there was plenty more talent there that never got a look because they just could not go to the classroom. Right. Well, I, I think the, the issue there is whether or not the XFL is going to have long-term viability to, to be that option. It's going to have to last a few years and show that it's not a here today, gone tomorrow situation uh, before it can start attracting, you know, some of those talents. And in all honesty, those are a lot of the guys that they're, they're going to have. It, it doesn't matter to what degree of, you know, you, you have an education or were, were eligible to get one while you were in school. The XFL is going to be composed of a lot of talent. It's going to be guys who want to go play in the NFL, who want to make, make playing football a living. Um, is it going to stick around for a few years to get there? We're going to find out. Only time will tell. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. When we come back, I do want to talk to you about Kareem Hunt. We know the NFL trade deadline is basically staring us right in the face. And Kareem Hunt, did he just play his last game for the Browns? And what might come next? It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What is happening, JR? I've uh, been listening to you for a good little while now. Called it a couple times, man. The most sensational voice on the radio is you, JR Sport Brief. No doubt about it, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, by the time, well, Depending on where you live already, it's already November 1st. Yeah, we got here. Halloween, Monday, Tuesday, November 1st. I mean, wow. I'm pretty sure that Halloween candy will already be on uh, on sale. I'm sure that most of the drugstores, the CVSs, the Walgreens... Uh, Dwayne Reed's, they're, they're pretty much probably going to skip Thanksgiving and go right to Christmas. And then, boom, we're going to be at January 1. Time flies, doesn't it? And so time flies so fast that later on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, the NFL trade deadline will come and go. We already saw a big trade take place this afternoon. The Ravens bring in Roquan Smith from the Bears. Chicago gets a second and fifth round pick for this upcoming year's draft, 2023. The Ravens, they probably have their best linebacker, especially at that middle position since Ray Lewis. And the Chicago Bears, they continue to stockpile draft picks in in order to hopefully bring talent around Justin Fields. And we know he he, he needs to improve personally 
and he needs a whole lot of talent around him. Uh, the Bears also getting rid of Robert Quinn last week, uh, sending him out to Philadelphia to help out uh, that defensive pass rush on the opposite side of Brandon Graham. And so are we going to see any other trades as we lead up to the deadline? This is not the NBA. You don't typically see a boatload of trades take place in the NFL. Uh, we saw even a couple of weeks ago, the Carolina Panthers and getting rid of Matt Rule, they were quick to then dispatch Robbie Anderson out to the Cardinals. Uh, we saw Christian McCaffrey go to the 49ers, and we saw the impact that he could potentially already have. Kyle Shanahan using him to throw the ball, run the ball, catch the ball. Between him and Debo Smith, it's going to be kind of pick-your-poison type situation in San Francisco. So Kyle Shanahan is excited about that. But someone who, who might be moved played football tonight, and that's Kareem Hunt. Back in August, Kareem Hunt basically let the world know, like, I want to be traded. He's playing behind Nick Chubb, who is essentially a, a Pro Bowl caliber running back. He's going to lead the league almost at the top of the charts every single season. And tonight, as, as Cleveland won 32-13, Kareem Hunt, just less than 24 hours before the trade deadline, he carried the ball 11 times for 42 yards. Nick Chubb, meanwhile, Chubb had 23 carries for 101 yards. He had two TDs. We know this. Kareem Hunt is the, quote-unquote, change of pace back. That's what he is. Okay, do we want to switch things up on on different down situations and send out Kareem? That's what it is. And Kareem Hunt, in his own regard, he he has had and been a pro bowler. The worst thing to happen to him isn't necessarily something that happened to him. It's what he did to a woman, as you might recall, or maybe not. Of course, TMZ had the video. He was, like, kicking a woman, beating a woman up in a hotel almost four years ago. And so the Kansas City Chiefs, they decided to drop him. He gets suspended. I guess the Browns, they have no issue picking up, uh, you know, talented people who have issues. Hi, Deshaun Watson. And so they add him to the team. And so right now he's in the second year of a, of a contract that will be expiring, and he doesn't want to play behind Chubb anymore. Why? Because obviously – he wants to get paid. He wants that check. And so what is an odd press conference? Kareem Hunt spoke to the media after the game, and because it's Halloween, he decided to wear a Joker mask while he answered these questions. And primarily, he was asked about being traded from Cleveland, and he's just like, I really don't care right now. Listen to this. I mean, I'm down for whatever, man. I'm a football player, and it's a business. I'm ready, you know, to do whatever they decide with me. And that's either if we can go somewhere else or here, anything. It don't matter. I love the game of football. Okay. I mean, you could hear the distortion in his voice. That's what happens when you are wearing a uh, a mask. I don't know. It, Shep, was it? Did the Browns have a contest tonight? Halloween contest? Is is that what happened? They 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 balled out on Halloween. You know, you've been alluding to that all, all night. I mean, but uh, the outfit of the night still is what Miles Garrett. Yeah, with the what is this guy's name from Strange? Is it Venica? Is that is that what this thing's name? Sounds right. 
Venica. Let me see. Stranger Things. How about now that one of us watch? Now we're going to get a bunch well, of I was polls. honest. About, I've never seen a single second of Stranger oh, Things. I don't know his, anyone that watches Stranger Things. His, you don't know anyone who watches Stranger I Things? I don't know anyone that really – I mean, I mean they've, we're, I've heard of it. Like the guy in right. Stranger Things, correct me if I'm wrong, was in the – he was in Newsroom, right? You're, you're not asking me, are you? Sorry. I know you're not asking this me. This is fair enough. But so, okay, newsroom. I don't is a know great, what. I don't a, know. That's great. Pro, that is great content. What, I don't know what newsroom is. What is that? Really? What is that? Newsroom is a show that aired on HBO um, about 12 years ago, and it was basically it was just like a an, in, in the carbon copy of an MSNBC or a CNN. It had a. Uh, um, it had uh, Olivia no. Munn. It had Jeff Daniels. Um, nope. It had the kid in um, uh, the Life of Pi. That kid. The last time I saw Jeff Daniels was in Jurassic Park. No, that's not him. Wrong guy. <laughs> Jeff Sorry. See, there you go. But Je- oh, no, you know Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, of course. Him okay. and Jim Carrey, yeah. It's from 1994, right? Something like that. I remember that. Great movie. Dumb and Dumber? I, well, it was a great movie because it, 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 broke, it, it broke barriers. There was never a oh. movie that had that kind of just silliness that a guy in his, in his tuxedo okay. in his 70s could also love it the same way a 17-year-old could love it in... You know, uh, Topeka, I Kansas. I don't know if people can take you serious. You say Dumb and Dumber is a great movie, but you say nobody watches Stranger Things. Dumb and Dumber is one of the most popular, most well-received movies in the history of cinema. Stranger Things is a niche show that most people don't watch. Most people have heard of, but most people have not watched Stranger Things. <laughs> Jared, ask, I'm, I'm telling you, ask your audience. Like they, I'm telling you, when you get on the phone with them, they don't. Uh, some people do watch Stranger Things. I understand it is a popular show, but it's, it's, not, like it's a- not mainstream, though. It's a cult class. That's is it what cult? I'm saying. That, but uh, Dumb and Dumber has been seen by pretty much everybody. Okay. I don't – I guess it's been around for almost 30 years now. I assume it would be seen by a lot of folks. There's a lot of movies that have been around 30 years that no one's – I mean, how many people have seen, uh, uh, for example, Airplane? You know what I mean? Oh, with uh, with, with Kareem? Yeah, not a lot. But, but people know what it is, but not a lot of people have seen the movie. Okay. All right. Well, I just – I think you're underestimating Stranger Things. By the way, the guy's name, the guy, the monster, whatever he is, his name is Vecna. And I might be pronouncing that wrong. Forgive me. And that's who Miles Garrett decided to show up tonight for as as Halloween. And let me tell you something. Miles Garrett went all out. I'm talking Hollywood style. I don't know if it was makeup or mask. This man spent his money and got his money's worth showing up to the game. His teammate, the man who you just heard, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt seemingly had on just a a plastic Joker mask. Yeah, the Joker from Batman. And it's it's almost embarrassing. It's like you look like crap in comparison to your own teammate. Like don't don't even bother. Speaking of uh, Halloween, uh, Trey Young decided to show up in Toronto tonight uh, dressed as the Black Panther. And I was just like, oh, he just put on a Black Panther mask and wore black. Like, he can he can do better. I think if you're a professional athlete and you want to really, really go in for Halloween, do it big time. Do it the whole, wear the whole suit. <laughs> that's That's the Joker, right? Yes. Which one is it? The best one. Play it again. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> oh, that's the Heath Ledger Joker. See, you do know cinema. 
Well, I know Bat. I know Batman. I know that. Come on. Well, not everyone would have been able to pick out and distinguish that that was Heath over Jack and over other Jokers. Well, I know what Jack Nicholson sounds like. I mean, it was either going to be Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger, and I think they both did an excellent job. Oh, there as was a, there was another Joker that did a, a pretty good job in cinema and actually won an award because of it. There's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's Heath Ledger. Right. Think what recent. Other? Think recent. Really recent. Last couple of years. Oh, oh, what? Uh, what's his name? Not Phoenix, right? No, you got it. It's, it's Joaquin. Oh yeah, he did an amazing job. Amazing. As well. That was a great movie. But I would still say Heath's Joker is the best Joker. Eh. No. It's a, it's a, it's, for me, it's a toss up between him and Jack. Oh, I don't know. I think Heath is light years away from both of them. Nah. It, it, you see, here's the thing. I can't complain about either one. I think all three did an amazing job in different ways, and they, they, they were different things that were required of them. You know, different times, different eras, and or we got one guy with an origin story. You got another dude who is way past his origin. He's a nut. And then we just have a, a fantastic bad guy, campy-style criminal who is sinister in Jack Nicholson. So I, I like the fact that they were each able to, you know, put a little bit of of personality, different personality into the Joker. And the one that Kareem Hunt decided to uh, put the mask on for today was more of the the comic book style Joker. I think the one from like the DC 1980s, 1990s cartoon. Well, we'll see if Kareem Hunt gets traded. Uh, We know that the Browns are, are just trying to hold on until Deshaun Watson comes back. And to be honest, I, I, I don't expect anything major to happen by the time we get to the trade deadline. This is not the NBA frenzy that I mentioned. Kareem Hunt might be the biggest name that gets traded. I mean, Christian McCaffrey moved already. Roquan Smith moved. Uh, Quinn moved. He's going out to Philly already. So I'm not expecting big changes or massive moves. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Yes, we're moving away from Halloween, and we're going towards November 1st. The NFL trade deadline is upon us. The Bengals and Browns just gave us a scare. Cleveland wins tonight, 32-13. Joe Burrow running for his life. We'll talk more about the game on the other side of the break. I also want to do some more talking about the XFL. We talked about Kyrie. We talked about Roquan. We talked about Aaron Rodgers. Damn it. The Brooklyn Nets were in action as well. They won a football game or a basketball game. Hey, Shep, did Kyrie say anything crazy tonight? Not yet. There's still time, right? Yes, there is. There's always time. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk about this scary Monday night football game on the other side. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 